Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Europe is Coming podcast. I'm Vicky McLeod. In this episode, I catch up with John Singleton as he and his athletes Gabriella Magawa and Jacqueline Dahlstrom prepare to compete at the Rogue Invitational in Texas. We speak about the preparations for the competition, the Rogue experience, the workouts, and John's predictions for the top spots for the elite categories. So, no time to waste. Let's get to it. Good morning, John. Howdy, partner. How are you all doing? Well, Europe is a bit grey today, actually. How's it over there in Texas? Um, it's I don't know. It's still dark, but uh, we had some storms come in. It's been like it's actually been super hot and humid, um, mm. even though it's still October, close to November. But yeah, it's been um, it's been hot and humid with a couple of storms kicked in. I saw some of the program's videos, and the weather looks pretty good, actually. Yeah. It's it's been like uh it's been like a never ending summer for us in some ways. Which is which is nice. What's it been like um acclimatizing over there? How long did it take for everyone to adjust to the time difference? Um, it was actually pretty easy this time. Um we a big thing that made a difference, we had loads of space on the plane and I think the timings that we flew um made the adjustment quite easy. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was organized, everything was quite relaxed. So I actually think that our, our trans, like our kind of Atlantic crossing this time was was kind of on point and the athletes got back into a flow very quickly. You didn't have all the stress you had last time traveling to the States with um, all the last minute uncertainties with the Homeland Security this time? Uh, we, we ironically, yeah, it wasn't as bad because uh, we've done it before, but um, it was still quite last minute. But we were kind of, you know, prepared for everything to be last minute. And I think everyone was more relaxed because we managed to pull it off before. Mm-hmm. So this time, yeah, you know, we, yeah. set, we, we know we, we know it, it can work. And so we're going to pull it off. And where are you guys staying? Um, we're, we're staying in a place called Round Rock, which is like 30 minutes outside of Austin. Um, and, you know, another thing that Rogue have done extremely well is they, they put on uh, accommodation for the athletes. So... We didn't have to book accommodation for these five days. That's brilliant. That's um, so nice to be treated a bit more like VIPs than um, sort of being expected to show up and pay for everything. That's great. Yeah, I mean, Rogue are definitely leading the the way in, you know, at least up to this point, they've done a, an excellent job. And, uh, you know, the, the athletes didn't have to pay a registration fee, which they usually do at competitions. The athlete experience kind of check-in was was on point. And, um, you know, they provided hotels, shuttles, you know, things that didn't happen at the games. Um, I wanted to ask you if you were a little bit jealous of the swag, because I saw that there's quite a, some very cool cowboy boots now. Um, I was, uh, luckily I already have my cowboy hat, so, you know, I had no uh, no reason to be jealous. <laughs> what's the mood like in the camp good everyone you know they um like both jack and gabby are competitors and so with that comes like um you know they both always want to do well 
so kind of pre-competition it's uh it can be dealing with those those anxieties now we know the workouts as well it does make it easier to to kind of know where people are going to place mm-hmm. uh, because you know it was only really tier and mats who managed to rise above the you know whatever was programmed they they've done well you know up to this point for the last five years whereas everyone else the programming matters yeah and so that's um now we know the programming that kind of like people start to set their expectations which is maybe not the best thing um but at the same time you will have a better idea of where things are gonna gonna lay what do you think about the programming this weekend coming um, i quite like you know it's like heavy hard so um i think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting like rogue They've only had two events before, and the predictions were that it's going to be going to be heavy. So everyone predicted that, mm-hmm. and, and the predictions came true. It's like um, you know the loads are a bit more heavy, and, and a bit of a fashion at the moment has always been coupling the gymnastics with with something heavy. So, for example, like the GHD sit-ups have a wall ball, or mm. in the ring muscle-up workout, you have like odd objects to move, yeah. um, clean complexes, or the, runs have like uh they have a go ruck and a sandbag so when you kind of take that that element that would favor a a lighter well-conditioned athlete it then biases it back to the uh the stronger athlete you know obviously like moving moving you know if uh, athletes have 10 kilos the percentage um weight is relative based on the body weight of the athlete mm-hmm. as well now I would like to ask you actually on for event one on Friday the Go Ruck. Um, what is an over under log on Zeus? Uh, so we didn't know either, but uh, we saw the we saw the rig yesterday, the Zeus rig. And I think what they're gonna have to do is is um like jump over a log, crawl underneath, jump over a log, crawl underneath. Okay, so Zeus is the rig. Yeah, it's their it's their games rig. Um, I had a vision of somebody riding something <laughs> yeah they, well, they full cowboy rogue like have called uh their rigs different names over the years you're like monster and, and, and whatnot and this is like the the zeus rig is the one they built for for games one year and it's you know it's a, it's a huge structure and what about the sandbags to the top of the hill how far how far have they got to go so uh, it's um, I don't necessarily know the exact distance to meters, but in essence, they have to run the length of the baseball field. So, however long a baseball field is, that's the the length they have to run. But then at the end, they've actually built a hill. So, oh. yeah, it was scaffolding. So, they built like a scaffold hill at the end that's very steep. Um, so, they have to run up the top of the hill. Oh my goodness, this is going to be exciting! Oh yeah. wow. Okay, so that that's event one, which is ten over under log on Zeus, five rope climbs, three sandbags to the top of the hill, five rope climbs again, ten more over under log on Zeus, and a wheelbarrow push to finish. All to us wearing a go ruck pack with twenty pounds in it. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be you know, like even the rope climbs, you know, ten rope climbs with um, uh, that kind of weight is is going to be tough. Yeah, it is. And what about event six on Sunday? I wanted to ask you about that as well. The chipper, it has um, a couple of interesting movements in it. It starts with a row, then you've got 35 box step-ups with a feed bag. Have, have you seen the feed bag? I, I presume it's just uh, like a sandbag, basically. 
yeah. um, they just they can put over their shoulder. You know, this is a presumption because we've not seen it, but they just put it over their shoulder and do the step ups with. They also have the jerry cans, yeah, um, fuel cans that they they're going to use. Okay, so- and, uh, and this is probably the the most gymnastic. Uh, workout, but as you see again, it gets coupled with that uh, that old object. But mm. they have the sixty strict handstand push-ups and the thirty ring muscle-ups, which at this level is not going to be uh, be a problem for any of the athletes. So Friday's got the the go up um, event, and then um, Bella complex, which is a barbell complex. Yeah, so they in essence is clean split board, clean shoulder to overhead front squat, shoulder to overhead. So in essence, you know. You would expect the, the biggest clean and jerk of the group is going to do the best at this um, at this complex. Right. I guess it depends on how much it takes out of them on event one. How long have they got between event one and event two to recover? Yeah, it won't it, it won't be too much of a factor in this. Like the, all these athletes will be used to that that transition, so it's actually not so much volume before the the lifting. Mm-hmm. So I don't think any of their top end numbers will be that much affected. They're, they're all used to uh, to this. Right, and then Saturday's got three events, and um, they all look pretty short. Yeah, so you've got the uh, 21, um, so you, you have a deadlift um, a pull-up complex, mm-hmm. which they're repeating, so you've got, uh, and then you also have a thruster, echo bike thruster, which is going to be extremely hard. Um, uh, this is 20, 20 thrusters, and then I believe the girls are 32. Uh, and the guys are 40 and then again 20 thrusters around for the girls like uh, around 36 kilos something like that mm-hmm. uh, which is you know going to be going to be heavy <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, and, you know, I think that's going to be an exciting one to see uh, because the last set of thrusters is we're going to come down really to the last set of thrusters probably like can you manage to go unbroken through that um, and again you know, the, uh, the machines favor the bigger athletes, so they'll probably be able to push through the calories a little quicker. Mm-hmm. But still, it is going to be an interesting workout. Like pacing becomes key in that. Uh, then event four, that's the one we mentioned with the med ball. It's got like med ball GHD sit-ups. That's probably going to be the biggest factor of the workout. It's quite long because mm-hmm. depending on how long the hill run takes, we don't know that exactly. Um, but but in essence, you've got 21 calorie ski, uh, four rounds, 21 calorie ski, 21 med ball GHD sit ups, and then a hill run. Will that be the same hill that they used on Friday? Exactly. This time they don't have anything with that hill run, but mm-hmm. added again putting the med ball with the GHD makes it a little more biased. And there's also a machine in there, so th- this may favour uh, the kind of better conditioned athletes uh, as we go through uh, on this one. The, depending on how quickly they can move through the med ball GHD setups, I think that will probably end up being a bit of a separator. Yeah. And then the uh, mule, deadlift and burpees. So this, is, this is a repeat um, from two years ago. And uh, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a good workout. Like, you just also see the strength numbers. Like, you know, it's like around 140 and 100 kilos. Mm. Uh, for the deadlifts, it's forty-five reps. Most athletes will be going unbroken. You know, I think it just pays testament to how strong everyone is in in CrossFit now. So it'd be interesting to see this one. Um, 
you have to move quickly on the burpee pull-ups. It being, you know, this is probably a one one workout that favours uh, typically a taller athlete in CrossFit because the the jump can become a, a bit of a factor depending if you have to put a riser or not. These things, um, and that's that's going to be on Saturday, and then Sunday you have the two events: the one that we we spoke about, event six, yeah. which is the chipper, and then we don't know what event seven is, but the athletes have been given a heavy rope. So you would kind of think it's going to be a, a heavy rope. It's going to be double. Yeah. What are your predictions for the weekend? How do you think everything's going to stack up? Um, so for, for our athletes with um, Jacqueline and, and Gabby, I would say that, you know, <laughs> these predictions are always uh, always tricky. So I think for like good finishes, like Gabby's able to enter into the top five. I, th- I think that's a realistic possibility and that's what it can be done. And then Jacqueline uh, entering into to the top 10. They're, they're both very different athletes. Um, Jacqueline's like lighter, gymnast, high volume, high rep body weight. And, and Gabby's uh, you know, stronger with uh, moving external loads. So I would say that this weekend favours favors that. Mm-hmm. I think these are actually great events for uh, Laura. Uh, Christoph's sister, and uh, so she, she, you know, she may be able to push Tia in some of this stuff. Like these aren't great workouts for Tia. Um, that you know, heavy, a lot of machines, and so it it, it will probably favour uh, until we get to uh, the event six. Someone like uh, like Laura. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my prediction. You know, that actually we'll see like the Annies. The maybe Amanda Barnhart, strong athlete, uh, you know, Daniel Brandon, kind of these, these slightly stronger athletes doing doing well. I think we'll see like Kristen, Catherine, Haley, these girls struggle more because of the the programming. Mm. I'm also very interested to see um, how Mallow Bryant could do actually. Um, yeah. She's she's strong. Looking yeah. better. She's also she's also small, and so it's like you know. Where will that well that put us? So you know, it's going to be a very exciting test to see how she can do. What about the boys? Uh, the boys are more interesting. I, I'm going to go with a bit of a wild card because of the events with um, Jason Hopper hmm. as um, as taking. I, I don't think yet. Maybe it will come, but Madeiras has the dominance of, of Fraser, mm-hmm. and I, I think the heavier stuff will hit him harder. Um, yes, this is another solid prediction. I, I think you know he would probably be the most realistic favourite mm. to come in and do well. We also have some strong uh, boys like uh, Jeffrey Adler is extremely strong, um, and a few others. But, so I, I, you know, I, my kind of prediction for the, the top spot is probably like Valner or Hopper. Hopper being a bit more of a wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Velna can be a bit up and down in terms of uh, actual performances. Nisa's no swimming. She, well, well, you know, it's, yeah, it's not only a joke, it's very true. Mm. And it's kind of like odd object grunt work, which is, is good, depending on, on what kind of weight he can hit on the, uh, the clean complex. I think Gabby did pretty well on the odd objects in the, in the games, didn't she? Her, the piece of cheese thing. Exactly. So the first one for uh, for Gabby is a very good workout. 
Um, you know, it's 10 rope climbs weighted. And, uh, and so you know, her, that's, uh, that's a great first event to start with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the complex is, you know, she's strong. She's probably not going to win the complex just uh, because uh, the top end numbers, but, you know, she's, she's going to do well um, as we go through. And so, so, yes, I think the first event will be very good. And, you know, Laura obviously dominated that first event as well at the game. So. Yeah, she did. Uh, so, so I think that's going to be a great one for her. And I, that's where I'm interested to see if Tia, you know, I, I don't know if we'll see Tia in first place after day one. Hmm. Well, we'll soon see. Um, I guess you don't get much time to catch up with the strongmen or watch the legend stuff. You're going to be busy looking after your your. Yeah, it's true. We actually went to um, a film premiere last night, uh, like one of the rogue films, and uh, saw all the uh, there's like Brian Shaw and Pat Thorne who were uh, at the mountains. <laughs> I would um, I'd love to meet them. They're quite impressive guys. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting because I've seen Hapthor over the years and uh, I saw him when he was in around 200 kilos. Now I think he's under 150, so it's like a 50 kilo difference. Wow. And you really see it. Like, you know, obviously, it's kind of obviously you see 50 kilos, but at that size, even at that size, like when he was 200, it was like he was truly a freaking mountain. Like, he was mm-hmm. just, everything about him was so big. And, um, and then at 150, he, he does look more. Nor like a big guy, but leaner. Yeah, big guy, but leaner. He's just the, the two hundred was like superhuman. And what do you think about the legends? Who do you reckon is going to uh, shine this weekend? I hope it. Well, you know, obviously, Froning is uh, <laughs> without question. But has uh, it been programmed or everything? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I'm sure. It, you know, it, no, no matter what was programmed. Froning would have won. You know, I have no doubt in that. I, I don't know for the females. I also think they're doing a bit of a diff- different format. I believe the legends are going in team. Oh, okay. I think I'm, I'm not sure, but it's just the way it was set up. So we might see legends in team. Um, yes, I, I think the programming. You know, I think this is a good. This would be interesting to hear, uh, like listeners' comments as well to this, like mm. because it's a bit of a bugbear when you have. I feel that the programming for events should be not um, should be taken away from anyone who has a vested interest in the athletes doing well. I agree, and uh, I do think you know with semi-final events using uh, training programs, program, you know, it's like I think it's something in the sport that should be addressed. It would make a. An- Fairer playing field for everybody. Yeah, exactly. I I, I think that's important. Like, one thing to be said though, like the most uh, important, I suppose, or not important, but uh, most well-known uh, mayhem athlete is Haley. Mm-hmm. And these events definitely aren't programmed for her. So, Bias, uh, Another opportunity for Hayley to show how much grit she's got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I hope she makes it through everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're super heavy. I mean, she's so yes. It, this being said, you know, although the uh, it's definitely not biased towards towards her in this way. True enough. Okay, well, good luck. Best of luck with everything, 
and um, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Thank yes. you. And um, look forward to speaking to you soon. Yeah, we'll uh, update after post-competition. Definitely. Have a debrief. <laughs> Thanks, John, for the update. And best of luck to Gabby and Jack as they enter this tough weekend amongst the world's best. You can follow the programme on YouTube for updates throughout the weekend and watch out for a debrief early next week after the Texas dust has settled. Until then, thanks for listening, take care y'all, and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod. <laughs>